Mr. Garibaldi! You know, you should do JMS, you should fucking hire me to play Londo. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Red alert, all quarters. There appears to be online visitors on board. Hello, and welcome to the first ever emergency Babylon project. Um, Some stuff happened today. Yeah, this is this is September the 27th, 2021. It's a Monday, and a fucking lot's gone on. It's a Monday, too, on, on a Monday of all days, to drop this on us. I'm working, I'm doing a three-day week this week, because I'm going on vacation on Thursday. And wow, am I glad that did not drop on a Wednesday. <laughs> or on my Wednesday. Yeah. In case you're listening to this in the archives, and you don't, for some reason, know what this is about based on the date, or you thankful, shame on you. Or you thankfully are but, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, today, out of fucking nowhere, against all predictions... Well... Uh, for hours. Are we Bro- sure? Because JMS had been teasing some stuff recently. Yeah, yeah he'd been teasing it, but it was like, like teasing, had, like like maybe we're gonna get like a little cartoon or or another movie or something. Yeah, because he had he was literally reboot. on the record as saying he didn't want to do a reboot, and then the Hollywood reporters like, guess what? We're gonna get a a full reboot of Babylon Five on the CW. And our Discord lit on fire like I've, like a Californian forest. I've um like I've had like f- I've had this conversation. This is gonna be like the fifth to- the fifth separate conversation I've had about this today. Um, oh, I know. And <laughs> you have any idea how many people sent that link to me? And I'm like, guys, I love you, but I'm on a Babylon Five podcast. I trust me. It's I've seen it. Trust me. Um, <laughs> Attempt to have some structure to this, just a little bit of structure. <laughs> <laughs> what what structure do you envision here, Jude? Let's first talk about what it is, what we know, and let's get some some thoughts on what we know about it so far. So we we have hot off the presses a tweet thread from JMS, which gives additional detail beyond just like new bad pod or not uh, new Babylon five. <laughs> Um, well, there will be a new will bad cover pod. in new yeah. bad pod. Oh my god! Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Another announcement for you. Then we will be covering this this new Babylon Five when it happens. Whatever the fuck it happens. Yeah. Uh, so what we know. Also, I would like to point out that JMS posted this exactly nine minutes before we started recording this. We're further down. confirming my theory that we are the reason why this new show is happening. Be secretly left, maybe listen. secretly following us. <laughs> I hope so. Anyway, uh, so we know it's a reboot. We know that it's on the CW. And thanks to this thread, which uh, we, I'm sure Justin, if not has, if they have not already, will soon retweet. It's, it's already been tweeted through there. I, I'm yeah, like I'm very nice about it too. This thread is dope as shit because uh, it gives you a really good insight into what JMS wants to do with this reboot, which is basically revisiting the ideas of Babylon 5 in a new era and in some new ways. And he specifically name drops 
Battlestar Galactica and Westworld as the sort of style of reboot we're looking at, which is super important. Yeah. And he also confirms that he will be the showrunner on it, which is almost more important. Uh, because if as long as he's the showrunner on it, that inspires a certain amount of confidence in regardless of what fucking network it's on. Yeah. Uh, if he's showrunning it, that ensures it will be B5. And I'm, I'm kind of like... I'm kind of enthusiastic about it being on CW. Like, I, they have a certain reputation for, like, making trash. But not all the CW shows are trash. And they, they no, also, like, are fairly progressive in terms of... I wouldn't even say fairly progressive. They're very progressive, yeah. I think, in a lot of ways. For network television, they are really the only network television show that is producing a lot of, like, speculative fiction shows. Um, and through talking with somebody about this, they're also like, they, they are the ones who will like consistently pump out like 20 episode seasons of stuff. Yep. Um, so like, and like there's stuff like the flash, Legends of tomorrow, supernatural of like, you will get those big seasons. They're chonkers. So it's like somebody, um, was like talking to me. It's like, they're like. I don't want this to be like a super pared down thing. I'm like, I, I want there to be the filler breathing episodes. And I'm like, I think you're going to get those. You're still yeah. going to get those. I I hope that JMS does not write 90% of the episodes, but that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a separate thing we'll talk about. But yeah, no, I think in considering why he would take it to CW, I think being allowed to have the room to have like a lot of room to like, to make a big long season like that and also being given the creative freedom to say, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want with this cast and do whatever. I think the CW so much hornier than the original. We'll get I mean, <laughs> it's going to be a lot fuckier for sure. Um, because I was talking to my wife about this and she said, when I mentioned the CW, she pointed out that there's a lot of really progressive and not just progressive, but like, format fucky kind of stuff on the CW. Like Jane, the Virgin, when it first came out was a very wild, like different for format show for its time and had a bunch of, uh, non-white leads. And, um, then you've got all of the superhero shows, which are increasingly gay. I mean, legends of tomorrow has is led by a lesbian couple at the moment. And there's all kinds of really good representation all over the CW right now. Yeah. You know, I think, I think CW hits a sweet spot really, because it's like, it's big enough that it can afford to take risks, but it's small enough that it wants to. Yeah. Yep. And I think that this will give it a big, like a big boost in addition to all of the DC properties. Yeah. Which like, you know, I think have been kind of a steady, a steady money earner for the CW, but you know, people don't always hang along with those or necessarily watch all 18 of them. And there are a bunch of them are also expiring. Supergirl's over. Arrow is over. Flash is probably ending very soon. So I it get it makes sense that they're looking for someplace new to start putting their their genre money. So and I could also see them looking at Babylon 5 and saying, like, if this it's a gigantic universe, right? Yeah. And, you know, if this reboot takes off, then this is, we're mm -hmm. in spinoff territory, right? Like, and 
where you yeah. can have spinoffs that are entirely different stories and link up in the way that they've already shown they're capable of doing with the various DC properties with mixed success, but I'd say generally fairly successful. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Another fun note, according to uh, Claudia Christian Facebook page, she has said that while she knows exactly zero about what this is going to be, she apparently uh, was aware that it was happening because JMS told her that he w- he wants her and all of the old cast involved in the show in some way. That's exciting. I hope that we get the BSG vein of them playing different characters, or or uh, like the or like the Ghostbusters where they're you know there as cameos at least. Oh no! I I I, I want I want the the <laughs> recast the way they made uh in BSG they, they the way they made the original Apollo like a very sketchy uh freedom fighter <laughs> i want i want somebody uh who was it, who was it on on twitter what our Kovold suggested uh having bruce boxner play president clark which it's is which brilliant. slaps <laughs> it's so, so hard my face is still numb it slaps so hard it's so brilliant may i suggest claudia, claudia christian, christian. Oh my god, how do you read my fucking mind? <laughs> that's great. Wow. Both of you. I'm that's like, really funny. Log at my face right now. That's so good. That's really funny. I can't believe we had the exact same thought. That's how good a thought it is. It was a reply to her tweet about it, complaining about messing with perfection, and Claudia's response is don't watch it, Debbie Downer. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That slaps. Um, and that's that's the most abominable response ever. Except she'd swear at him. But, oh, oh she's going to get to swear. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. God, I'm so happy. I'm looking forward to, we've, we've all, we've all really enjoyed um, Delenn playing with language with, you know, tame, mm-hmm. tame, slightly naughty words like, but... It's the CW, so it's like it's not like it, we're gonna we're gonna get a we're gonna get a shit damn. Nobody's going to, sadly, sadly, nobody's going to get to say fuck. Uh, so you don't you won't get Delenn saying fuck, 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 <laughs> which is too bad. Yeah, but on the other hand, you you probably will get more alien dicks. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, yeah, I mean, previously the only one we saw on screen was was uh, Londo's. That we know. I don't of. think. I don't think we're going mm, to see. Like, <laughs> that we know. It's still of. network television. I don't think we're going to see actual dicks on screen, apart from the Centauri. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> I mean, unless you don't know that. All I'm saying is, put that energy out there into the universe, and <laughs> let's hope for the best. For like framing the conversation here, I, I did ask our listeners on Twitter. You know. Just give us some questions, like the like, just to help shoot off the conversation here. And our first question was from Dragon Cobalt: Will Delenn say fuck? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, unfortunately, because it's network television. I I have the dream of um, somebody teaching Sheridan the Mimbari word for fuck, though. <laughs> like fuck, like. The swear or yeah, yeah. fuck like, like bone equi- down. I mean, whatever the equivalent <laughs> swear is in Mimbari. Okay. No, I'm into it. Because I mean, like bone uh, down is probably something else in Mimbari. That's true. Also, <laughs> you know? interesting note. I want to call out interesting note that in the uh in the episode in the description that THR ran with, it explicitly calls out Sheridan 
taking it it has no mention of like Sinclair so it makes me think they they're going to tr- he's going to try and take a stab at like the original one captain plan he had I I'm really so I'm really like vague on that like description because it because it reads like either a generic thing that got put out by the network or the original person who wrote up this who wrote up the news break wrote like a very concise it looks like, like it looks for, like yeah. the sort of thing that one might write if one had only read the episode one sentence descriptions on the wikipedia page yeah. I tried to summarize the show in two sentences. Yeah, and then no, I, and pretty much every article just copy pasted it. No, I get that, but I do think it's, I I do think it will be interesting to see what we get as far as like, yeah, because like we whether he sticks to that original like original out plot outline or whether we 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 mess around with it a little bit. I hope we mess around with it a bit. You know that, yeah. and the whole as as much as like. The whole Sinclair Valen back in time thing is like fucking brilliant. It's still, you know, it's still patching a hole. Yeah. It wasn't in the original plan. Yeah. And, you know, maybe we'll have to do some sort of similar hole I patching. Have a, I but. have an idea for that that uh, Z and I were talking about earlier. Um, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in like our, our the, the, the absolute just like batshit ideas. Um, yeah. So. Scott Paladin uh, asked, you think CW will let the alien dick slip past the radar? Which I think we've already <laughs> sort of answered. I think they will. I think that there are, I think that there are one more, like there is much more attention being paid to this um, in the, in today than it was 25 <laughs> years ago. But I also think there are some things you can get away with still. Mm-hmm. I'm really, um, I'm really hoping that they continue with having the aliens be prosthetics aliens, um, at least for the most part, and yeah. not um, CGI aliens. Actually, that would be one thing I hope for the series is that they land Doug Jones. Well, yes, but I, I don't have <laughs> high hopes for that. But I do hope that maybe they get a little bit uh, Jim Hensony or a little Farscapey, mm-hmm. and we get some aliens that. D- that don't look like a guy with a latex mm-hmm. mask on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like maybe we get some, some puppet shit up in this bitch and there's some like, you know, like maybe the Pac Mara are like, you know, a big fuzzy nine legged stomach or something like that. Like get yeah, weird give with us it. A, give us some puppets. I want some puppets in here. Cause we get descriptions of aliens that are not humanoid, but we never mm. see them for the obvious reasons of budget budget. This day and age, you can do a lot more. I mean, I think it's exciting to consider what JMS can do because modern modern CGI with like the same amount of money he had last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> modern, you can do a fuckload more with with modern CGI with the exact same budget he had in 1995. Yeah. Okay, Scott. Scott's other question. We did not. I did not limit how many questions people could ask. Uh, which characters should be kept? Uh, which should be like either rewritten or recast? Which we'll, we'll say like recast in a different role. Uh, mm-hmm. Which should be dropped entirely? So well, I know we've but, talked about the Garibaldi thing before. Yeah, yeah. This I think, I think we're all on board that Garibaldi is 
useless and I, we don't want Garibaldi. I, I, yeah, I mean, like, I think it's like we're not likely to see Garibaldi go or like, but I think like, apart from really Sheridan, Ivanova, Delenn, Londo, and Jakar, you can shake up a lot of the cast. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if you want to keep, like, the same central story, B5, I think those are really the only characters who, like, absolutely are vital to that. I, I, oh, and Kosh, but Kosh is like a... I'll go one further than that. Uh, I don't love this fact. Well, I don't care, actually, because Andreas Kotsilis is, is not playing him. So I don't even think you, for the core plot thread of B5... As it was originally conceived of in the outlines, you need a human captain, a Minbari to turn into a semi-human for him to bone with, and the shadows and the Vorlons. That's it. Yep. That's it. Uh, like all the stuff with the the, the Narns and the and everything else, and the and the Centauri and all that. That's all. That can all get shook up like a. You could do just an entirely bobble. different plot there. Yeah, you and can that, do a lot. Yeah. You could. That was just a proxy war, basically. Yeah. yeah. I, so you could really get creative with with changing that stuff up. And that, and I and don't... that also, like, you know, avoids some of the thing of, you know, well, how do you recast Jakar? Because nobody other than Catsalus could ever play Jakar. And the answer is you don't. You do something different, which, like, from, from the tweet thread, I feel a lot more confident that mm-hmm. you know this is going to go someplace that's genuinely different with the story and not just like be the kind of yeah. frame for frame um but with shiny cg this time yeah my yeah. answer to this Scott's second question completely changed after i read uh jms's thread yeah i think it will have the the, the basic framework of babylon 5 but i think we're gonna see a lot more mix-up in terms of characters than we would have expected. I legitimately don't expect that we will see a large presence for a Garibaldi-like character. I think yeah. in this modern day and age, I think it's a lot harder to justify glamorizing a a cop character. I think it's I think it's also just so. like the 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 character like like if like for example, if you look on Star Trek shows now, like the chief of security is not really a huge role. Like can you name the chief of security on Discovery? No. No. Okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, like, like it, it's, it's like, it's a thing that's sort of like de-emphasized now, just because it's like you don't need to have that huge role, and I think you could like you could do that with a, a recurring character, but not necessarily you don't necessarily need one. I think it could still have an asshole security chief. I think that'd yeah. still be fun. Um, yeah. And looking like, at Sensei, I think that JMS like, and I think you know a lot has happened in the world since Sensei. Um, yeah. And I think. You know, based on the cop content there, I would say that JMS, you know, has perhaps a different view on the role of police in society than he did when he was writing B5. Okay, we're going to rapid fire some ones here Uh, from Ryan at Evitable Fate on Twitter. Um, We're going to rapid fire. Can the new Jakar have a sexier chest piece? I will say no. no. It's not possible. (laughs) No. Um, (laughs) Even if they made a chess piece, which was in abstract a sexier piece of latex than the one that Andreas Kotzelis wore, it will not have Andreas Kotzelis under it slinking about like a sexy panther while wearing it. Ergo, <laughs> yeah. it cannot be sexier than the old one. Exactly. Should Centauri females' hair be prehensile? 
Fuck yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even care that it rips on Av. No, even Avatar is not prehend. I don't even care. Yes, that's fucking weird and dope, yes. and I'm into it. I will, I will like Bayonetta Centauri. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yes. god. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm into it. Should they gender swap the Centauri? No. I feel like that's a little too boring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do. I mean, like, I would sooner swap the Narn and the Centauri than I would just gender swap the Centauri. I feel like there's a lot... I mean, I wouldn't do that. I'm just saying I would sooner do that. Yeah. I think there's a lot more interesting ways you can mix up the Centauri than to just make the women... With the with the fuck fucked up weird hair um, and put them in charge. Well, and and I think that there's also that gets into some like lazy um, storytelling things that we've seen like in various other things in Star Trek, etc. Of like you know, um, you know, PSA. We did this like you know patriarchy thing, but instead it's matriarchy, and now it's obviously bad. Yeah, and it's like the more you know. Um, yeah, I, I would like a little more nuance. It's a little to bit my... season one TNG. <laughs> I, I think that like the Centauri are fine just being fops. I'd love the mm. Narn to be gender swapped. I yeah, I mean, I, I part think of it, maybe, maybe, maybe not actually. Part of it is like I don't really know. Like the Narn don't seem to have like very like def- like at least in original B five they don't have very defined gender roles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just um, don't see a lot of lady narns. Yeah, yeah, we don't have a lot of lady narns. Uh, that's that's what I, exactly what I was gonna say. I would like for the narns to be dwarfed up a little bit in the sense that like you can't tell which ones are the males or the females, or you could even go further and say that there's just one gender. Hmm. Yeah, like I would want to get a little weird with the narns there and the centauri. I love the idea of the centauri. Like the most defining characteristic of the centauri. Is that they're they're just a bunch of like you know overdressed fucky aliens that look too much like humans for anyone's comfort and go from there. I'd love for for him to go sort of left hand of darkness with like the Membari and do like four genders or something interesting like that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Three, no, three. Membari, Membari is three. It's yeah, it's three. always in threes mm-hmm. with Membari. Yeah, yep. that'd be dope. That would be dope. I'd yeah. love that. Yeah. Emery Colvin, uh, at Nuclear Alchemy on Twitter, asks, how gay is it going to be without the network being as blatantly terrible about it? Will we get trans to land? Um, I, I, that is like, so legitimately, um, I think that most of B5, you can cast race and gender blind. Uh, that is my, that is my hot take going into this. The, the mm-hmm. only things that are really required for me are that you cast a Jewish actor as Ivanova this time. Um, and, um, and I would really like for them to cast a trans performer as Delenn. That is, that yeah. is, those are my two things. Those are my, like, two big things. Um, I have a yeah. suggestion for who. And, and you, and you have to cast some sort of person in the himbo spectrum, you know, as, yeah. as Marcus. Yeah. Yes. I, I have a suggestion for who you could cast as Delenn. I think that Jamie Clayton would be excellent in that Absolutely. Um, because she... So I, I, I looked this up. She was apparently a fan 
of JMS before she got cast in Sensei. So if she, I mean, if she is a Delenn fan, and like, let's give it to her. Yeah. I think she'd be excellent to that. And her performance in Sensei is just spectacular. Uh, but yeah, I think that like there, I think you could have a lot of room to, especially, especially with like how we progressed in twenty five years to play with ideas of 23rd century gender presentation and sexuality. Um, I don't think we're going to get all of it. I just, I'm realistically, um, but I think we're going to get some of it. I think you look at something like uh, the expanse, which had a pretty, had a much better, it had a better uh, depiction of, uh, sexuality and that people there's people some people are all over the spectrum and there's it's it's a little bit better I think we could see something like that only yeah. better because I think JMS in 1995 was trying to make one of his lead actors in a in a homosexual relationship and that's pretty fucking progressive and then he went and made Sense8 with the Wachowski sisters and uh, I feel like that is a, a fairly solid resume for someone that is going to uh, not slouch on trying to 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 put good good uh representation yeah. in their show. It'll be interesting to see the balance. Um, because I I hope that we get a lot of representation. Yeah, there is uh, looking at it just from the kind of network point of view. I think that there's a risk of it being kind of stereotyped as a show the way that Sensate was of like that Sensate is a fantastic show, but it definitely got like mm-hmm. just the the only thing that people say were saying about it was like it's the it's the show with the gay people. Um yeah. and it had a lot more going for it. I mean, obviously the representation in it is fantastic, but there was a lot going for the show and it really got completely hidden in any form of form of like critique or commentary or hyping of the show. Yeah. It was just like, oh, you like gay people? Watch Sensate. You don't like gay people? Don't watch Sensate. Yeah. Uh, the only casting I think I that probably shouldn't change is I really do believe that Sheridan, as a practiced war crime dad, probably should stay a white guy. See, okay, I'm gonna toss I'm gonna toss a I'm gonna toss uh, uh, two casting choices later here about this. Okay. I think he just needs to be a dad. I just think he needs to be a dad. <laughs> Okay. Okay. We'll get... I I take it that's after questions. We're going to do a little bit of fan casting. James McLarg-Chooch at Great Big James asks, Will my boy Veer get the respect he deserves? Um, I think Veer is going to be... If if we get a Veer character in the the reboot... Like, my my assumption that I'm going under and, like, the idea that I think is going to happen is we're going to see something like BSG where a lot of characters are going to look familiar but be different. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. like that. The, I think we're going to see a similar cast, but there might be some characters who are missing. There are probably going to be a lot of new characters. Um, there might be characters in different roles, um, but I think Veer is going to be good softboy content. Um, <laughs> I, I, I cannot wait for the first uh, Veer fan cam. Um, if <laughs> content makers, if you make a Veer fan cam for like original series Veer. Uh, please link it to me so I can retweet it and just like have it on my phone constantly. Anyways, <laughs> um, 
Ash at YWolf on Twitter asks, how do you think the Nightwatch plotline might change considering what's happened in politics since B5 aired? Oh, shit. It will be too real (laughs) and uh, it will be soups uncomfortable and JMS will, will glory in making us all squirm at the fact that he'll change almost nothing and make us all feel garbage about it. (laughs) <laughs> um, I think there's going to be something different there. I think that there is, I think with the Night Watch, I think we, uh, in the time that has changed in the last 25 years, uh, we've had 9-11 happen and we have had the rise of the modern surveillance state. Yep. Those are two, those are two things that, um, mm-hmm. now in the original idea of Night Watch was enforcement of morals through, the community through community pressure. And now we have a lot of, we we tend to have a more focus on the idea that the government is always watching. We don't need to have your friends watching. We're always watching. I think there'll be a change in how that is. And I think we'll, I think we'll see something like that. Um, I think the night watch probably won't exist in the way that we see it now. But will probably yeah. reflect something of what surveillance more closely resembles in the modern day and age. Yeah. Okay, related sure. question: Will the links always be on speakerphone? I was just <laughs> about to make a fucking crack about links. I think we're going. To, I think we are probably going to. No, here's what we're going to get. We're going to get fucking Apple watches. <laughs> Little holograms that float above the, the top of their hand. Yeah, I really do hope though that it remains something glued to the top of their hand. It's I'm, it's just so dumb. It's I mean, just we, so we could dumb. Get, we could get the the expanse glass iPhones. I I, I do like the hand terminals. Only, Those are honestly my faves. The yeah. hand terminals are dope, but only slightly less stupid than the links. Only slightly less stupid than links. <laughs> so uh, okay, the last one. I, have... I really, I really am looking forward to seeing what happens with B five, where post the concept of the internet. Yes, yeah, that's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be fun. Um, yeah. Okay, so this is a question of mine. Will we still have unlabeled data crystals? <laughs> that was my question. Fuck both of you. This is how we'll know. If if JMS is making if this reboot happens specifically because of this podcast, <laughs> if there are unlabeled data crystals in the reboot, we'll know it's specifically to fuck with me, and we'll know that we're we're the reason why this reboot we is will, happening. We will ask for our royalties checks. Yes, <laughs> I I think we're they're going to be unlabeled, but they might be they might be tinted, so you could have a red data crystal. Because they have They'll a bigger probably... props budget. Okay, as an accessibility specialist, can I just raise a hand about that? <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, unfortunately, I think there probably will still be like crystal data, like data things because, because, but I think they will probably look less like something you buy at your local psychic <laughs> and more like a, a cross between, a, yeah, more like a USB key and they'll probably only be used for like secure communications or some horseshit mm-hmm. like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm I'm imagining like the 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 Trek like glass USB keys. Well, I mean actually like that's that. you know looping back to the surveillance state, you know, sneaker net is is still the most secure way to bring things. So, yeah. you know, diplomatic communicators and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um those 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 are all the questions that uh 
Like we, I think we could milk, we could at least milk a bit out of. <laughs> Are there any questions we can't milk a bit out of? Oh no, no, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. I, I, I did miss one. Um, Josie, aka Dragon Girl Josie on Twitter, uh, guest on our guest on our Arthuriana episode, um, asked. Are there any aspects of the universe that the, you think they could effectively include more of in a reboot? Oh, that's a good question. More um, weird alien shit. Yes. Give us weirder aliens, please. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, I think that, we'll, yeah, I think we'll probably get a, a much more nuanced depiction of the Shadows and the Vorlons. I think if there is a complaint about the shadows and the Vorlons, it's that like ultimately they ended up being sort of dumb. Uh, I also think that we will see more of the telepaths. Um, I think the depiction of telepathy in the original series is not super deep. And I think in the interim, we have seen a lot more of that. Some of it even from JMS, who is currently writing a comic about telepaths. Uh, so I think we will see a much more, a more, uh, if not expanded, but maybe a somewhat like more sophisticated depiction of telepathy. Uh, and then I think the big one though is uh, technology. Hmm. I think we're going to see uh, a much larger role of the way that technology play is go- the, the, a much more expanded role for technology in the series, because like it or not, like that's uh, the last 25 years have really shown the role that technology plays in tyranny in human society. And uh, what seemed like a, a crazy plot at the time of some wackadoo right-wing nut bar trying to set himself up as a tyrant has proven to be a little too, a little, uh, a little too prescient. Uh, so he's going to need something else to lean on. Uh, I just hope he doesn't do an AI plot line. I, I think that is the one thing that is like, I, I think that, like, the one thing that we're, like, we don't need is, <laughs> I, I think that's, like, sort of a thing that just, like, doesn't vibe with the rest of... B5? With the rest of B5, which I'm, like, I'm fine with. We just, like, say that, like, computing, computing reached a, like, there, there's, like, a threshold point where you can't get past that or something. So we, we, we finish, we re- uh, finish Moore's Law. You know, you know yeah. what I think would be interesting if you, if you're going to have one true AI thing, make it the great machine. Done. Hmm. Yeah. And have but one yeah, true I, AI in the known universe and it's the great machine on Epsilon 3. Yeah. I just think it's interesting that, like, the original B5 had like no machine intelligences and these days it's like all over the fucking place. It's, it's a super common trope. So I'll be interested to see if he yeah. resists the urge to put that in or, or if he fu- like adds that in somehow, like I don't want I, like I don't, a Picard season one. Yeah. I don't feel like bitch. he generally finds AI stories to be particularly interesting, but mm-hmm. that's we'll true. See. Yeah. You know what, Anna? I bet they'll be able to actually show Coriolis effect. Ah, fuck yes. <laughs> That's true. 2023 me is screaming into the void. <laughs> give me yeah, that I guess, weird, uh, I guess me we that know weird which, cylinder physics, please. Yeah. I guess we know what show we're doing after... Uh, 
Oh god, that's it's so funny that like this we've 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 done this podcast long enough and we've made enough jokes about B five being rebooted that it actually happened. My god. Uh I it's, yeah. Side note, I really like that idea of having the only AI be the great machine and having it be yeah. like one of the one of the ancient ones or whatever that just like decided to just like camp out on a planet. Yeah. No, actually that's really good. I like that too. That'd be fun. That'd be that'd be fun. My answer to this question is I would like I think that like that given I think just like how we view stories and how like we interact with stuff, I think we're gonna see a lot more alien culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to see a little bit more, like, nuance there. Um, I also think we're probably going to see a little bit more of stuff that of life outside the station. Oh, that'd be interesting. Which is... Yeah, that's a good point. I, I think, I think, like, I mean, for the most part, like, B5 runs off of, like, 12 sets <laughs> that are just the same set being reused over and over again. And they have one cave. Um... <laughs> And, a, and, like, once a year, they get to drag out some of the great machine things. Um, which is which is basically but, just, you know, stuff painted on a blanket, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but I think, like, it's a lot easier now to, like, get new sets and everything. And I think, it, like, I think we at least, like, I think we get to see more different sets. And, like, we get to see, like, maybe, like... Oh hey, we're going to a shuttle on a different planet, or like you know, or like a quick trip for like a diplomatic thing. I think um, it'd be interesting. I think we'll just like get to see to see more of the colonies that aren't Mars too. Yeah. Oh. Because there's a lot of mention of colonies, but we see nothing of them. JMS just tweeted that uh, he was not allowed to discuss this deal before it was announced on his Patreon, but all of his Patreons, all his patrons knew that something was coming today. (laughs) Uh, But if you want the inside scoop on developments as the show is happening, you should be one of his, uh, well, backers. So now I guess I got to, now I got to throw some bucks at JMS now. (laughs) Uh, JMS, come on our show, you coward. (laughs) Hey JMS, you want to have you want to have nicer people than the Usenet forums you want to go on to? Do an after show with us. God, can you imagine? This is the part that I'm really excited about. <laughs> Back in the day, in 1995, 1996, JMS was in the dankest, darkest corners of the internet, aka Usenet, picking <laughs> fights with nerds and running running his mouth about how Star Trek ripped him off and how. They, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't, uh, pulling, you know, pulling plot lines out of, out of Tolkien's playbook and shit like that. Uh, now he's on Twitter where he has (laughs) no self-control fucking 60,000 followers. And I can't wait for him to, to, for somebody to like snark at him and for him to clap back like he's back on rec arts t- sci-fi tv babylon 5 and then to be like oops i can't call people fucking nerds for, for not liking this stuff although he should i'm not saying he shouldn't but i mean i'm just excited for him to like slide right back into like 1995 jms <laughs> clapping back on the bbs and it's gonna be so good i'm really excited about that 
Man, do you think somebody's going to like start up a new uh, Lurker's Guide? Somebody has to, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I need a new Kosh simulator. I I just, somebody's, if not the existing one, these are the important questions. Like, is Lurker's Guide going to step up and like cover this shit? Or is somebody else, like, are we going to get a new one? We could we could do the new gr- lurker's guide. God. No, I'm, I don't want that responsibility. Um, no, we want to heckle from the sidelines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we are we are the we are the Statler and Waldorf. So. <laughs> oh God, it's so true. We are. Oh man. Um. So, okay. So. We, we, we sort of covered a lot of broad strokes, which is the good thing. That's what the, I wanted the question to do. So I've already dropped my first casting hot take. Um, my second one for Sheridan, my my big thing is you need a, a dude with dad, or you need someone with dad energy. As uh-huh. soon as you said that, uh, I'll let you say yours first, and then and then I'll tell you what sprung to mind. So I'm going to go with a recent CW actor. Yeah, no, it, it concluded earlier this year. So a recent CW actor. I'm going to go with Cress Williams, who is the lead on Black Lightning. <laughs> That's really good. That's he has really good. Extreme dad energy has just a like has a very like sincere energy to him. No, and like, but has a little bit of an edge, and I think like that is. Perfect for no for, for that that is fucking like, fantastic casting. Uh, my my mind immediately jumped to Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah, but he wouldn't do a show on the CW. <laughs> fair, yeah, okay, fair. But if yeah. we're talking, if we're talking Dreamcast, I don't know. Yeah. He, he sort of lurks and menaces. Yeah, well, I'm thinking Pacific Rim, Idris Elba specifically, hmm. like where he's yeah. got where he's like good at speechifying and like has well, strong dad energy. Go watch a couple of episodes of Black Lightning. Like Cress Williams gets there. We'll, we'll yeah. do. He's great. We'll do. No, that's that's a really, really that's pretty fucking good casting. I like that. Um I mean if we're um, talking about I'm realistic casting, God. He yeah, I mean I mean I was just like Idris Elba is like the t- like that's a tier of like the CW does not have enough money. Okay, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I have a stupid idea. I have a really stupid idea. What if we gender swapped oh, no. Ivanova and cast Brett Goldstein? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh so my god! Funny. That's exactly the right energy. Fuck. Oh my god! And actually Jewish. Uh, yeah, that's so good. Uh, wow! I was going to say for our resident himbo, Marcus. Rahul Kohli, who you may know as Ravi on iZombie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. He uh, apparently uh, got all yoked uh, in anticipation of some role. I don't know why. People thought he was getting ready to play. um, What's his name in The Mandalorian? Uh, Ezra. Ezra. Yeah. People thought he was getting yoked to to play Ezra on Rebels. But if. Apparently, like, he's pretty fit and can throw himself around a little bit. And honestly, you don't need to be that athletic to spin that phallic Minbari staff around. Um, Anybody can really do CW martial arts. Um, (laughs) And I think he has exactly the kind of, like, 
Marcus himbo energy that yeah, you need. Yeah, absolutely. Um, along, along not dissimilar lines, but again, with more like aspirational casting, Dev Patel. In any part of the show? <laughs> yes, but specifically as Marcus, I feel like he would do, based on, based on the Green Knight. That's true. That's where he true. played the yeah. ultimate himbo. Yeah, he does have big himbo energy in Green Knight. I could also see him playing Jakar. Oh, fuck be, you. That's really good. I mean, they'll never get Dev Patel for that, but fuck, that would be. Yeah. I don't know, though. Like, JMS has an uncanny ability to land yeah, and I mean, people like, out of his reach for that show. He, he should like, not have been, have been able to land, like, Casulus or Jurassic for that show. And yet. No. I mean, they were like. They- and they were theater yeah. actors primarily. So. Well, and that's the crazy, so, that's mean, the funny thing about like trying to fan cast this show is JMS is not going to yeah. be like, okay, who do you have in your, uh, who do you have in, who, who on the CW isn't working right now that you can like bring around? No, he's going to, he's, he's got a list of people he's yeah. been thinking about for like the last five years about who he can bring in for this. Uh, yeah. I think that like, trying to cast Jakar and Londo for me are just like things that I can't even perceive of just because it's like Katsulis and Jurassic are just like, they are singular aces. Mm-hmm. Same with yeah. Berlin as Delenn. Yeah. I think yeah. he's my, my guess is that those are the roles that he will change the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause those are the ones that are, that he's going to take the biggest swing on changing. And uh, the others, he'll be a little he, he like. I don't think he'll have a he would have a problem doing another female white Jewish Ivanova or another white dad energy Sheridan. But I don't think he's going to do another Jakar that was like the Jakar we got. Like maybe yeah. they'll you'll get like another per, another character named something close to Jakar, but I don't think it will be close. Yeah, and and honestly, I feel like that's the safer route to not try yeah. to reproduce those characters because you know, with a fandom as devoted as the B5 fandom is, I think that it would be a really hard sell to try to introduce a new Jakar. Um, you know, I, think, I think it's going to be like BSG. We're going to have a character named Jakar, but he's going to function, and he's going to be a Narm, but he's going to function entirely differently within the story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at Apollo and Starbuck in BSG, I think are great examples of characters that were iconic in both iterations of the show for entirely different reasons. Yeah. I just I just don't want it to be like Spock, right? Like we've had other people who have played Spock and they've generally done okay, but none of them have been Spock. Yeah, Only no, well, Nemo that's, is that's, Spock. Yeah, because that's they they've been doing the same the same character. the same Spock, yeah, just with different actors, and that's not what what I want. Uh, and I think you agree. I think we want a a new character inspired by Jakar, but not Jakar. Yeah, because nobody and uh, JMS has said that nobody can be Jakar. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's something that I just like. I don't want to dwell too much on because it's just like for me personally, it's just like I know it's going to happen, and I don't want to like. That's the one thing is just like because it's gonna like we have no idea what that's gonna look like. Yeah. 
Z, my friend Z, originally proposed this as a as a Sheridan cast, which uh, was uh, Mahershala Ali. Ooh. Mm. But I don't think it's Sheridan. I think he's Sinclair. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And like he, he just has the perfect energy yeah. for that. Uh, like and and like and if you're gonna if you're gonna have the show focus on like Sheridan from the start, mm-hmm. you you introduce Sinclair as this wild card, this outside third party. That was just like my ooh. Um, I'd love to see like some like just like fun character actor. Like, can we get like two Corwins? <laughs> oh, I just want, like, that's who I Corwins, want. Back. Whose job it is. What's he doing? What's he doing? I want the guy who played Corwin to come back. Hopefully he's still alive and has not succumbed to the curse of the B5 cast. Hold on, let me let me see here. Let me see here. Um, his last acting... Oh, no, oh he's, oh, he's got a good job no, he for... Was, he, he, could, he could definitely play... Oh, he was acting as of 10 years ago. Oh, no, he, he did. He was in an episode of General Hospital last oh, year. Oh, yeah, look, there he is. I mean, like, he's not doing a ton, but, like, I mean, you can, pr- like, I think it's one of those things that's, li- like, certain actors, you could just bring him on for an yeah. episode. Yeah. No, he'll get Corwin back. I'm I'm confident that he will get Corwin back for at least one episode. That, that would be, that would be very, uh, I like, that, that would just feel like a fun thing for, like, an episode or something. I think there's, like, a bunch of actors who, like, if you can, you bring them in for, like, a spot. Okay. Um, I have a question. Who is the Star Trek actor that he brings in for a recurring role? Okay, because I feel like I feel like you can do a lot of fun with that. Like there, and there's no longer like the big. You know, like, you know who I hope it is. Mm, I hope he brings on Jerry Ryan. That oh my god, that would be okay. I'd love that. Jerry honestly. Ryan is a great one. Uh, I also the fir- the one that immediately came to mind for me was Brent Spiner. Oh God! Oh God! Fear. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One fear. Wait. No, I got it. Brent Spiner is Kosh. Oh no. <laughs> uh. I love oh, that. No. I unapologetically love that. I would, I would I have love a to have a fan cast. Oh, okay. oh yes. Tell us. Uh William Jackson Harper for Veer. Chidiana Gonye. Yeah. From oh, the good place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Because he he can he has that ability to put on the like frazzled, harried energy. I I love That's that. Cool. I'd love to see. I'd love to see Jerry Ryan playing essentially number one from Mars. She would do real well at that. Yeah. So here, <laughs> uh, I can't believe we're having this conversation, and it's like. No, this is a real this is a real conversation yeah. it's like this is a real thing that's happening like it might be this thing stalls out and pilot and dies no way but at the same time there's no way this stalls like, out and pilot you don't there's no way that they like they haven't greenlit the first season up front but i nah i i am I reasonably mean, like, confident it could like it could be in production it's got to be harvard Gullian. Uh, Guillermo. Oh my god, I would, I would love him as Veer. That would be so... Guillermo. Oh, fuck. Veer. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yes. yes. That's great casting right there. But and, uh, I, I really... And, uh, I would love... Harper could I would love be, just... Because um, Veer, Veer also, be like... Assistant. Veer also, like, oh, stares yeah. at the camera and stuff, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Uh, as Veer or as Lanier, that yeah. Be good Harper too. Harper's Lanier would be good. So okay, everybody, you get one last thing to say about this. Ought to go. I think my my main like concern on this is that I really really hope that JMS lets other people into the writing room because I think that he's at his best when he's mm-hmm. collaborating with people. Like you know, just look at Sensei, yeah, you know, which we've talked about a lot this yeah. evening. I I think this is a show that like has a great starting premise, but like is just a show that like I think we found that like a more diverse voices and stuff could just like help it flourish into something even yeah. better. And I don't have any problems uh, with him writing the pilot on his own. That's that's perfectly perfectly yeah. reasonable and being showrunner. But I hope he lets some yeah. other people into the writing room, has more diverse voices, and you know. Because I think that the show can only benefit from that. And I hope he realizes that. Yeah, and, and like, nowadays, like, 20-odd 20, 20 episode seasons don't get written by one person anymore. <laughs> I mean, they never really did. They never really are. Like, the only times you see, like, a, like, single person writing an episode is, like, eight-episode series. Like, eight-episode seasons. Or seasons three through five of Babylon 5. <laughs> yeah. Dude... What is your final thought on this? Um, my final thought on this is that this is a dream come true, but also <laughs> a nightmare come true. A little bit, but I think it was also a case of I was super. My initial reaction to this was, "What the high holy fuck is going on?" But JMS's thread really make like gave me a lot more confidence about it. Uh. Because, as you know, I have a lot of, like, thoughts about, like, remakes and and reinterpretations, and uh, I, I have a lot of confidence that JMS is going to do what JMS does, which is make a good B5 while snarking about Star Trek. <laughs> there has, like, there's been a lot less Star Trek than there was... Like, I mean, it's. I don't think it's a thing he's going to actively engage with as much yeah. anymore. I absolutely disagree. Because because the best thing making fun of Star Trek right now is Star Trek. <laughs> uh, I think he is going to find a way to make at least one crack about Star Trek. I think I think the. I mean, there's going to be the like competition one, now is not Star Trek; it's the Expanse. I could see that, which of course is in its final season. But you know, who knows what will happen past that with you know the time time skip, etc. But uh, you know, I also hope that's what sorry, it's going to uh, be compared to. Yeah, I also hope that uh, Star that Star Trek's next announcement is of a station based a reboot of DS Nine. <laughs> I just yeah, um, Aaron, Aaron, what do you? I want you. What what is a thought of yours regarding this? Uh, oh God, uh, better Star Furies. Ooh, good one. <laughs> good, we're, I, you're, uh, you're you're saying some dangerous words, my friend. <laughs> I, I, you remember, I have to ban the Twitter account. <laughs> okay. So I've said this before. But I just need to say it again. We have nearly four seasons done. Motherfucker, we were almost done with the shit. <laughs> we are. We are like 75% of the way there. And then you fucking pull this shit? You bastard. This is the most Sisyphean joke the universe could have made on. And it's, C- it's CW, <laughs> so we've got to cover all the all the spin-offs too. Just when I think the end is in sight. 
<laughs> it's like it's just like I would just like I have rolled my boulder to the top of the mountain and I've pushed it over the other side and I have to push it up again now except it's going to happen in the next two to three years yep well <laughs> it is truly the fu- like I have been laughing all day at this we're gonna have just enough time to do our next show probably and then we're going to have to come right back around <laughs> to Babylon 5. Maybe we'll have time to do a second show after that. We'll see. But God, it's just so funny. Like, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. But me, but the bit of just being like, just when I thought we were done, we get more. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I was nervous to start with. Also, um, hey, Warner Brothers, while you're at this... Um, could you license like a, a video game to Slytherine so we can get Battlestar Galactica Deadlock, but Babylon Five? Fuck yeah! <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um, this wasn't supposed to be a week we recorded, but you know, uh, next uh, you know, I don't know what's coming out next week. Um, I think it's going to be our first post pod without end episode or. I don't know when Aaron's yeah, going to answer this. Aaron, please do not. Aaron, don't rush yourself. This is like, you know, obviously don't do oh, this. Oh, no, I, um, I, I, I'm going to. I want this up as soon as possible. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way and yeah. say, Zathras, get the fuck on this. <laughs> it's going to be right on the heels um, of Pod Without End, which is our, uh, which is our best, end, yeah. best selling episode so far. You're welcome. What do we call this episode? What do we call this episode? Just when I thought I was out? <laughs> Incoherent screaming. The podcast. I, incoherent screaming might be the title. Um, until next time, I guess we're doing more. Of be this. seeing you forever. <laughs> yep. God, the pod without end takes new meaning now. <laughs> we, we joked. We joked that like, no, this isn't a time warp. This is just the Babylon project. But it is a time warp. The Babylon Project is an independent production. All views expressed on the show are our own. Clips from the original show remain property of the original owner. Music information can be found in the show notes. The rest of the show is licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 share-alike no derivatives license. Continuity error caused by high energy. Correcting for errors.